We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. It is officially Titans versus Colts week. It's one of those weeks where everybody, if you're a fan of either team, knows how important a game like this is for both teams. And especially right now, early in the season, both teams trying to establish one up on the other. So we're going to break all that down. My, I have a special guest today, Michael Rossi, a.k.a. Titans Rossi from the Titan Upload Network. How are you doing today, my friend? Uh, doing good, man. It's It's been a busy day. I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad, you know, we're two days away from game time. So, you know, what could be better, you know? Absolutely. And if you guys recognize the name you probably do recognize the name if you've been on any of our streams over the off season this guy's been in here a few times so definitely people would know but uh before we hop into everything else just want to do a quick word from our sponsor we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so Titans start out the season one and one. You guys obviously lost that first week against the Cardinals. That was a pretty brutal one for a lot of Titans fans. But then you guys rebounded from what certainly looked like was going to be a loss at the hands of the Seahawks to begin with. The Titans came back and won in overtime over the Seahawks. 
How are you feeling about the first couple weeks going into the season so far? You know, they do this to us the last couple years, few years. They this is how we we do. You know, we we go and we get slaughtered by a team, and then we come back and we play well. What's what's weird? There's a really weird stat for us where I think Mike Vrabel is like I maybe eight no now after a double digit loss, um, which is a really weird stat. You know, yeah. um, and it's. I really don't know where we stand. I'm I'm kind of using this game as like a deciding point of what we're going to be because we played so terrible the first week and then we come back and, you know, have this amazing game. So it's hard to tell at the moment. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I'm with you as well. You know, I'm using this as the deciding factor here for the Colts. I mean, you know, this is probably – the healthiest this roster has been since uh, probably two months ago, to be honest wow. with you. I mean, it's quite, it's quite crazy to see. And, and even with still some of the injuries, the key players right now, it's very questionable. So why don't you go ahead and break down your injury report for me? I know three players for your team have already been ruled out. Uh, Anthony Ferkser, and you have Derek Ro- Roberson and the big one, which is Caleb Farley, didn't practice all week. And Bud Dupree is currently questionable. What about everybody else? I think Bud Dupree is going to go. As far as it's unfortunate that Ferkser can't go because that's somebody like Titans fans were were kind of really high on going into the season, you know, because he lost Jonu. And a lot of people really like Ferkser. He's almost kind of like a fan favorite in a lot of ways. And and he hasn't been able to really go much at all. So, Nicole Pruitt, who they let go and then brought back, stepped in and made some huge plays and made some huge blocking plays. Like, his blocking was just as more, more important than the catches he made. So, you got Roger Saffold is dealing with an injury. Luan. We still don't technically know if Saffold or Luan's going to go. Hmm. So Saffold was on being interviewed today in the press conference saying, like, if I go, and I thought, well, wait a minute. I thought he was a go. So now it's kind of getting conflicting reports. Gotcha. Yeah, it's weird because, you know, I looked at the injury report and Luan's been a uh, full participant throughout the entire week. So I was like, you know, oh, well, that – probably means all points aside that he's gonna end up being available so guess we'll find out but uh you know the Colts injury report like I said has looked the best it's looked in a while I mean the two players that have already been ruled out are right tackle Braden Smith he's been out for a couple weeks now and Jordan Glasgow who is basically a special teams guy for us uh, Carson Wentz is uh, questionable. They said he's going to be a game time decision whether or not he goes. He actually did practice in some limited capacity today. So everyone was surprised by that. We didn't think he was actually going to practice at all this week, but he did today. So that's great news for us because I'll be honest, if Wentz doesn't go against you guys, then I will tell you right now, I have very little confidence in this team to win that game. But other than that, Everybody else is playing. We're getting Xavier Rhodes back. We're getting some of our receivers back. Our left tackle, Eric Fisher, was a full participant the last two days. So that was huge, getting that back. 
So, like I said, really good on the Colts injury front. But let's go ahead and hop into your guys' defense here. So, obviously, it's first two weeks. Things can change. You know, a lot of teams have defenses that come on later in the season. But, I mean, overall, from a statistical standpoint, we can agree that Tennessee's defense has not looked up to par. They're currently ranked 28th in passing defense, 13th in rushing defense. I mean, both teams have been pretty bad at stopping teams in the red zone too. Titans are 22nd in red zone scoring allowed, and the Colts are 23rd. So we both have problems there. However, you guys are in the top of the league, more towards the top of the league with sacks per game. You guys are averaging two and a half per game, which is much better than what the Colts have been getting so far throughout the beginning of the season. So let's say Wentz does get to go. You know, he's been 19th in yards per game this year, 66% completion percentage, shown the ability to get out of the pocket, but my guess is he doesn't have much of that this week. How do you feel about the Colts quarterback situation with Wentz being at the helm? Um, You know, he played decent. He played actually pretty good last week until he got injured. Um, From what I saw, I mean, I didn't really watch the whole game like you guys probably do. But, you know, I mean, from what I saw from him, he he played pretty well. You know, Um, it's a shame he got injured because Easton came in and threw that pick and it was all over with, you know. (laughs) If we're if Wentz was in that ball game, we might be talking about a different outcome. We might be talking about both of us being tied going into this game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's got two ankles that are bothering him. Like it's a game time thing. But like I was talking to Upload today, he sent me a message and he said Wentz is going to play, and I'm like, yeah, he probably is. And I, I said think. he's probably especially going to play because we're both going to the game. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I went to the Cardinals game and I actually live in South Florida. So, you know, going to these games is not just like a drive to the stadium for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully things are different this time around, but, uh, you know, Wentz is a, I don't know. It's a wait and see with Wentz, you know, like I think he's done okay. And I think the more time he plays, the better he's going to get. Yeah, and, you know, ironically enough, even though we're missing our right tackle, you know, the offensive line is now at its healthiest with how it's been so far this season. And, yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz has looked really good given the fact that he's, you know, been running for his life half the time. Yeah. Been sacked six times already. I know your quarterback has had to deal with some of that already, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. So how about this Colts rushing attack? I mean, we know that – In the game last year against you guys, you know, Taylor had himself a really good game and Hines had a couple good ones. And you know, Naheem Hines can catch out of the backfield. But so far, the rushing attack really hasn't been great for Indianapolis. And, you know, it's a lot of that's had to do with the offensive line not getting any push up front. You know, they've had to face some pretty good defensive fronts so far. And this week's probably not going to be much more of an exception. But Colts are 16th, so they're right dead in the middle of rushing yards so far this season with 111 per game, with I think about 25 of those per game coming from Wentz himself. So that number from running backs is actually much lower. What's your take on this Colts rushing attack, and how do you feel your defense is going to be able to stand up to it? 
I mean, we've played well. And to, to go back to your question before a little bit, like as far as our defense and, and their rushing attack, like we've played well against the run this year, which is pretty good. You know, like even though Murray absolutely killed us through the air, we did hold them to 20 yards rushing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who was their running back with Chase Edmonds or something. Yeah, Chase Edmonds. They had a decent day rushing altogether, but we did hold Chris Carson to – you know, a small amount of yards, and it was it was really good. I think our rushing defense is probably going to be our bright spot just because of the people that we've added, you know, Bud Dupree and Danico Autry and and um, Jayon Brown is going to be playing this game. He was out last game, so I think that's going to factor in for sure. Um, so, I, you know, Two with the defense, like, yes, we've had five sacks in two games. You know how many sacks we had last season? 19. <laughs> 19 total sacks. It was one of the worst in Titans history. And we got a quarter of those in one in two games. So we're pretty happy. We're pretty happy in Tennessee with that. But they, you know, and it's been against mobile quarterbacks. So, we're pretty stoked about that, you know, considering what we did last year. But I think that um, the Colts rushing offense is – I mean, Jonathan Taylor's a beast. And and I really – I almost picked him up in fantasy this year, but I just couldn't because he was a Colts player. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. Oh, but, good. But um, – and I'm just like, because if he's doing good, then that's, that's bad for us, you know. But I think he'll pick it up. Um, I just hope he doesn't pick it up against us, you know? Yeah, I mean, and you mentioned it. I mean, the the pass rush for you guys has been much better. And even though, you know, the passing defense itself hasn't gotten better, you know, the rush up front has certainly gotten better, off to a better start than it did last year. And with your rush defense, I mean, being the staple of that, I mean, I don't know if you've seen how bad the offensive line has been for Indianapolis to start this year out, but I mean, Wentz has already been sacked six times, has already been hit 22 times. They said he's on pace to surpass Andrew Luck's all-time hit record for uh, by a lot if the offensive line stays the way it is, which I don't think it's going to stay that way because it's primarily not healthy right now. But I mean, to start out early, you know, this offensive line has been god-awful. Does that make you feel better as a defense going into that game, knowing you might be able to take advantage of that? Yeah, definitely, for sure. And and I was actually kind of excited about this game from that standpoint. Um, has Eric Fisher played yet, or this was his first He start? did play last week. He was more on a pitch count. They kind of okay. took him out halfway through the second quarter and halfway into the fourth quarter. So, you know, he played for about two and a half quarters of that game, but they took him out for the rest because they didn't want to rush him in. But he was a full participant Thursday and Friday. So I fully expect him to be 100% ready to go this week. That should give you guys a big boost, I would say. I mean, he's a great player. So I'm on, on the other end, you know, I'm, I'm nervous about Luan playing, to be honest. it's. I think we're all, all Titans fans are nervous about Luan. And because uh, he just, in the, in the first game, he looked so slow and just so, like, different, you know. 
And a lot, I think a lot of that has to do with his coming back from injury. He hasn't played in a long time. He didn't play all preseason. He didn't practice much. You know, a lot of our starters didn't practice hardly at all during the preseason. So even in practice, even in training camp, not just preseason. So it's um, it's worrisome. You know, Tyson Brylow came in there last week and played for Luan and did a great job. Um, but Luan deserves a shot. I mean, he's been with us. He's like the longest tenured player. He's an incredible talent. He's been to Pro Bowls. He's kind of a fan favorite. I mean, he deserves to get another shot. And I'm I'm interested to see, you know, I don't know who will be going up against him. Quiddy Pay or um, um Yeah, probably Quiddy Pay. That's yeah. the really only real defensive end we have right now that yeah. on any kind of ability. You know, he's been great on the on rush defense, but still has struggled to get any kind of pass rush going. So has all of our defensive ends. So and y'all play a four three, right? Yes, it is a four it's okay. a it's four three, but it's kind of a it's turning more into a four two five as as it builds on because I think they're trying to keep more guys in the secondary at one time and I think they're yeah. trying to have more confidence in uh Leonard and Okariki to keep it up. But it's you and know, I, that hasn't looked good for us either. We gave up a hundred yards to Carson in week one and we gave up, you know, eighty yards to, or a hundred and twenty yards to Michelle and Henderson week two. So, you know, that defense hasn't been great either. I'm really worried. I mean, every Titans fan should be worried about DeForest Buckner, knowing the history he's had with us. Um, he's He's been known to just take over games. I You know, I would say he still has that ability. You know, um, you got Darius Leonard. You know, y'all, y'all's defense is is a good defense. It's just got to get going. You know, like yeah. um, who else you got? Rocky Sin. Um, uh, Julian Blackman is the one Blackman. that uh, Blackman yeah. I think is the big one that a lot of Titans fans remember because from the first matchup, he was the one that tackled yeah. Henry in the backfield for that five yard loss that everybody yeah. remembers. And you know, it's funny as I was looking up you guys' stats today, just kind of doing a little prep for the show tonight, and um. When I saw his name, I was like, I know this guy. Like, I know his name. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because he, that very reason right there. So, um, you know, and I was looking at, too, like, um, a lot of your guys, it seems like a lot of your your young, like, your linebackers were drafted in, like, 2019. 18 um, and 19, yeah. Yeah. Those are the um, two. Like, Kerry Willis and um, who else? The... Okariki, yeah, Bobby Okariki was drafted in 2019, so. Yeah, Um, so, you know, these guys could really come on this year. It seems like Kerry Willis has got a lot of upside. Yes, Um, he does. um, So, I mean, he's already had like half a sack and an interception this year, so. Mm -hmm. Y'all's defense is, it's it's good, man. It's, it's, y'all have held us in check before, so. Yeah, it's going to be difficult this time around. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just hasn't it hasn't been put together yet. You're right. It's got talent on it. It just hasn't been put together. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But uh, one last thing here for the Colts offense. You know, so, so far, the, the, the Colts wide receivers have been kind of sneaky. You know, T.Y. Hilton's been out. He was placed on IR right before the season started. You know, it, it was that neck injury. They They expect him to be back probably within a month. But nevertheless... You know, him being out, the number one, now you got to rely on everyone else. Pittman didn't do much in week one, but last week had 123 yards against the Rams. Uh, Zach Paschal, believe it or not, all three of Wentz's touchdowns have gone to Zach Paschal. Paschal is actually, I think, is tied for second with the most touchdown passes in the league right now because of Wentz and his, his connection. And, you know, injuries have affected the group drastically, I mean, which is funny because Pittman and Pascal, I believe, are the only two receivers that actually caught a football for Wentz in week two. Uh, now, wow. I mean, Ashton Doolin is another one, but he caught like one catch for like five yards. So, you know, besides that, Pascal and Pittman are the only two that are getting involved. But now, you know, Michael Strawn, who we drafted in the seventh round, is coming on. He's going to be there. Paris Campbell is back and healthy. He is active. This week, he wasn't last week because of an abdomen, but he was ready for this time. So, I mean, I remember in 20, I think it was 2019. Yeah, that was where he got his first career touchdown against you guys, where we won that game. So, you know, this wide receiver group slowly but surely is starting to come back a little bit. I mean, with some of the injuries you guys have on your defense, particularly in your secondary, does it kind of worry you a little bit? about, you know, what this offense can potentially do with these receivers? Yeah, it does. I I actually like Pascal a lot. Like, I've always liked the way he played and stuff. Um, At least somebody, you do. Most Titans fans keep trying to tell me, oh, he's the fourth receiver on a majority of teams. Like, Yeah. I <laughs> No, I don't see it that way, man. I, I've actually kind of followed Pascal a little bit. And um, just for whatever reason, I just like his play. You know, and he's got three TDs. Obviously, once he gets open, you yeah. know, he gets open in the end zone, which you can't put a price tag on that. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, I Pittman, Pittman is somebody to be worried about. And another stat, and I don't know if you've seen this, is that through the first two games of this season, we've been thrown deep on second in the league hmm. for offenses throwing deep on us. Okay. So we have a tendency to get beat like that. We have a tendency because of the young secondary, we have a tendency to to have mishaps and to have miscommunications. I don't know if you saw in our game last week, we had a huge miscommunication, a huge blow where the dude just um it was uh what's his name for Seattle? Uh, Swain. No, his, his name was Swain, wide receiver. Okay. He just smoked the dudes. And there was a miscommunication. So that's something that can happen. Um, Christian Fulton is playing lights out. I mean, he locked down DK Metcalf. Um, He played really well in the first game. Um, 
so Jack Rabbit is, you know, he's hit or miss. Like the first game, he blamed it on his cleats. Well, I don't know what he blamed it on the second game because he basically got burnt <laughs> for 181 yards, you know, from Lockett. But to me, you look at Seattle and it's like they got Lockett and DK. They're basically two number ones. So it's it's a little different situation. But I think the Colts are deeper, you know, in wide receiver. Um, Paris Campbell, I don't know much about Paris Campbell um, as far as like what he's done for y'all in the past. Mainly been injured. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and that's, that's been that's the problem. True. He's been injured and we still have no idea to this day what he's capable of, but I can assure you he's faster than any of your corners. He had the fastest 40 time in the draft class of 2019, even faster than Metcalf's. I think I remember that. And was he a second round pick or second round pick? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Like a high second round pick, wasn't it? Yeah. uh, He was in the fifties. I think, I think it was either 59 or something. It was right before Metcalf was taken. So, um, listen, man, any anybody's wide receiver scared me just because. <laughs> look, we're sh- we're still shell shocked from last year. Um, so any it's it's kind of like this in Tennessee. Like any little positive that we have on defense is like an oh wow moment for us. <laughs> it's like okay. five sacks. Oh wow, against mobile quarterbacks. Oh wow, that's amazing. And then like. Like Christian Fulton, oh wow, you know we we might have a lockdown corner and blah 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 and all this, but it's like any little tidbit of showing an improvement on defense for us is a bonus because we were so bad last year. I mean, we had the worst third down defense in NFL history in the in the entire hundred year history of the NFL. The Titans logged the third worst since it's been recorded. Um, which is at least 60 years or so. So it's still a wait-and-see moment. Like I said, this third game I think is going to prove a lot. I don't think – I'm not one of those people that say, oh, the Colts wide receivers aren't anything compared to Seattle. I've heard a lot of people say that. Aren't anything compared to Arizona. I've heard people say that. And it's like, man, if you get into this comparison game, that's when you get beat. Um, And the Colts scare me. Every time we play them, you know, because this is a rivalry game, man. You guys are going to bring your best. Hopefully we bring our best. So, you know, yeah. and, and it's funny, too, because, you know, if anybody wants to say anything about our receivers in comparison to Arizona's, I'll just say this. Michael Pittman has more receiving yards than DeAndre Hopkins, if that says anything to anyone. So, yeah. you know, I mean, say what you want. But Michael Pittman uh, right now is having a better season than Hopkins. So we'll just leave it there. But anyways, I'm joking on that one in case the <laughs> decides to start like yeah. ham on me. Of course, they love to do that. All right, let's move to your offense. Let's move to the bread okay. and butter here. Something more interesting for you to talk about, I'm sure. And that is, I mean, we have to start with Derrick Henry, right? It always starts oh, yeah. with Derrick Henry. So far... You know, it was a tale of two different games. I mean, was not effective at all in the first game against the Cardinals. You know, the offense in general wasn't very good that day. But, you know, the last game, very much different. You know, 170 yards rushing, a couple touchdowns to go along with it. You know, he's fourth uh, in rushing right now, as is, and obviously has three touchdowns to go. What do you think he's going to do on Sunday? 
I don't think he's going to have the game that he had against Seattle. I think y'all are going to lock him up a lot more, but um, I, I think he'll, I think he'll get over a hundred, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell with him. I mean, if, if you can contain the outside, because that's, that's how we like to use Henry running Henry up the middle for us is, is not a good thing because we just don't have much success with it. Henry's, Henry is a bruiser, but where Henry makes people miss and with the stiff arm and all that is when he gets to that kind of linebacker, um, cornerback level. You know, he's not a guy like um, Nick Chubb's more of a – he can kind of shift in and out, like inside the interior line. He can kind of make moves, you know. Derek's just going to kind of go in there and hit at you. So running up the middle – all game is not conducive for us. Like that's what happened in the Baltimore game um, last year was Arthur Smith kept running up the middle, running up the middle. It wasn't using them on the sweeps, wasn't using them on the toss plays. That's where Henry can really do damage, which is amazing because he's such a big back, you know? Um, so if you guys can keep him in the middle and not let him get outside, you got a very good chance of, of stopping him. You know, it's when he has those one or two plays where he just takes off. Yeah. A lot easier said than done. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's kind of go into the passing offense here. So, I mean, a lot of new faces, a lot of things to talk about with this passing offense. I mean, Tannehill, 560 passing yards, averaging 280 so far this season. Not bad. Certainly not mind blowing, but it's been fine. Outside of that. I mean, you're looking at guys like Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, which obviously if you asked your fan base, I'm sure you would agree, you probably hear this too, is like God's uh, sent to, uh, to the Titans right here. They think that this is going to bring them to the promised land is these two yeah. right here. Well, I mean, I'll let you kind of discuss it because, I mean, obviously the reception yards – I mean, Julio's got 157, so obviously he's yeah. making plays after the catch. I mean, A.J. Brown, not off to a fast start as much as I thought he would. You know, I I consider A.J. Brown, me personally, the number one and Julio the number two because yeah. I think A.J. is more of the big play guy. But then I look at Tannehill's stats outside of the passing yards. Does he really only have one touchdown pass? I'm I'm not sure I'd because I checked that on ESPN and it only has him at one touchdown pass. I it's just it's I think weird I thought he because, had three. Yeah, I know it's weird because like I saw it on ESPN and I'm just like, well, I mean, Julio doesn't have one. I know he doesn't, and then AJ Brown, you know, I yeah, know no, has one. Oh uh, no, he does have. Yeah, one he has one touchdown. One pass. touchdown to yeah, one interception. That's right, because Henry had like three TDs last game. Yeah, and then he's been sacked Four nine TDs, times. We actually. talked about, you know, the Cardinals. Chandler yeah. Jones just absolutely wrecked your offensive line the first week, but then, you know, also gave up four this last week. I mean, obviously you've been getting the yardage, but does it concern you with the offensive line play and with the inability to really create bigger plays for touchdowns in the past game so far, is that kind of concerning you a little bit? I I don't know yet because I just haven't seen enough. I know 
what was really exciting was to see Julio play the way he did because we've never had a receiver like that in Tennessee. I, I don't know if we've ever had like somebody as big of a name as the legacy that he has and honestly the talent that Julio has. I mean, the dude's a freak of nature. And I mean, even in like Houston Oiler history, I don't know if we've had the the type of receiver that he is. And to see him like that, that toe tapper in the end zone that they called away. Uh-huh. I mean, it was like, dude, you know, AJ didn't even, I mean, AJ made some good stuff like that, but I mean, it was just like, holy crap, dude. Like this Julio dude is like mind blowing. And, but AJ, I mean, AJ had four drops last week. I mean, it was, it was really bad. Like it got to the point where I was, I was watching the game with a buddy of mine and I was like, do not throw it to AJ, please. Wow. At the end of the game, because it, he couldn't catch anything. It was awful. And I mean, he still had like 50 yards, but like still he couldn't catch anything. And it really could have cost us the game because it was some big time drops that he had. So that's concerning. So hopefully I, I think AJ will bounce back. I mean, he's such a talented dude and we consider him the number one too, you okay. know? So that's not something out of the norm. Um, so, Okay, so who on your offense do you believe needs to step up in order to win this game? AJ. AJ? Yeah, I think, I think AJ needs to step up this game. Um, just for a number of reasons, not only for his confidence, but just I think I think AJ is going to have to make some plays in this game if we're going to win this game. You know, like I first of all, let me say this, like the the cool thing about having these two studs is that and Henry is like you can't really double team either or. So and you saw it in the Seattle game and they weren't double teaming Julio or AJ. Like I mean, so that's a pretty scary thing in itself if they're playing at their the level they can play at. But um, I think AJ needs to really step up, man. And also, I mean, Henry. Henry's going to have to step up too. When, when Henry is not going, we are not showing. We're not doing anything, you know. Gotcha. So Henry's got to at least be doing something, you know, like catching the ball. He caught the ball. He had six catches last year. Says, hey, he's like your fourth leading receiver right now. That and that's crazy. And maybe that's something Todd Downing's trying to implement into the offense. And if so, that's great. I hope he continues to do that. Right. All right. Last question before we yeah. get into a score prediction here. Special teams. Uh, obviously, we know from last year in that week seven game, we know how big special teams can play a part in a game. Because, you know, that was how the Colts, I honestly think that's how the Colts beat you guys the first time was the special teams, you know, that blocked punt, a couple missed field goals here and there, points on the board. How's the special teams this year for you guys so far? Um, I saw that tweet that the Colts made earlier where they were like, it's a block party last time. It's a block party. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Um, so I follow some of the cult stuff too, man. And and like I said, I followed you guys. Like I watch your show. Like um, actually, probably more than you you know. Like I I tune. 
because you guys pop up in my recommended and stuff. So yeah, I always click on there when I see you guys. So, you know, sh kudos to you guys. Y'all do an awesome job. I know Titan Upload really thinks highly of you guys too. And, and a lot of people do. So, you know, much respect, but anything, anyways, Dude, we're we're so nervous about our special team situation. Um, that didn't get any better from the off season. No, I mean Brett Kern, he's as solid as they come. One of the best punters in the league, but I mean the kicking situation is just—it's. I mean, for two years we've been dealing with this, you know. So we just cannot find a kicker. We had Sam Ficken, which he did really well in the preseason. We we're really high on him. Then he gets hurt. That's the thing about the Titans and their injuries. You never know anything. They're so mysterious. I mean, it's like with Jayon Brown last week. Nobody knew he was even hurt. And then it's like, come game time. Oh, Jayon Brown's out. It's like, what the crap, dude? Like, what's going on? Um, that's how the Titans are. They're very, like, Patriot-esque type that way. And, uh, you know, and it could come down. It could come down to field goal kicking. And Randy Bullock, they were calling him Fat Randy. I don't know why. It's not like he's fat. I mean, he's, <laughs> he didn't look that fat to me. But, like, Buck Rising, one of our radio guys, is calling him Fat Randy. But, I mean, he came in and won the game. Like, his kicks were not pretty. I, I'm not going to sit here and act like he had four for five. They were not pretty at all. Like, they were just kind of here and there. That ball can look it. like a dying duck, bro, but as long as it goes through the middle, exactly. it doesn't matter. That's all that matters. So I think he missed an extra point, too. Oh, okay. Um, so it could come down to that, dude. Like, that's that's what it could come down to. Gotcha. All right, well, score predictions. It's time. I'll let you have the honors. What's your score prediction for this game? I've been thinking about this like a lot the last few days. Like, what would I give the prediction and all that stuff? And if you ask Titan Upload, he I don't know how he feels about it. He might give you a prediction you guys might like. I don't know. Yeah, He's, I think he would too. I, I messaged him earlier in the week yeah. and he seemed pretty adamant that we that this game was gonna be a good one it's, instead of yeah. being like everyone else who is saying that the Titans should win this by a lot. So a thousand to ten or something. Yeah. No. Right. Um no, man, I think it's going to come down to uh, – I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say – I don't know. I'm going to say 30 to 24, the the Titans. But I think it's going to be very close in the end. I think the Colts will have a chance to come down and win it like they did last week, and I think that the Titans are just going to get the better of them. All right. I'm going to go – I, I'm I'm like you. I, I think it's going to be a close one as well. Both teams have the same philosophy with trying to make sure they own time of possession. I see a score similar to what the Colts had last week against the Rams. Although okay. this time I have the Colts on the winning side of it. I'm going to say 28 nice. to 24 Colts. So I think it's going to be a close one. I think both teams are going to you know are going to score. I think there'll be a couple turnovers here and there that'll force uh, the upper hand on a few teams. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, certainly wish you the best of luck, just not too much luck in that one. I, I, the Colts need this more than you guys do. Just letting you know that now. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, uh, thank you so much again, man, for coming on and doing this for me. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on when Upload kind of contacted me and said, hey, you know, they're looking for somebody. 
And uh, but I was super excited, man. Like I said, I've, I've followed you guys for a while. Um, I just started my show a few months ago. I was writing for fan to fan network for for the upload network for um, about a year before that. So I finally decided upload kind of, you know, he's like, come on, man, make a channel. So it's been awesome. It's been awesome so far. <laughs> so um, we're we're pushing at about 500 subs in, in a few months. So it's not bad. That's really good. And, yeah. So the support has been amazing. The, you know, how like the community's awesome, man. Like that I'm going this Sunday because of one of my followers giving me a ticket. So, Oh, that's nice. So it's pretty cool, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Like we've talked, you know, love to have you on. Um, yeah. Maybe we could do this next week. Or, you know, week after or something, whenever um, you guys got some time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this preview video between the Colts and the Titans. Let us know your thoughts on this game and what's your score predictions as well. Thank you guys so much for the support. And as always, go Colts. Tighten up. <laughs> <laughs>